Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Nate Diaz, who recently had an interview with Ariel Helwani on the MMA Hour, and what a big interview it was. Of course, he was saying the same things that he's been saying for months now. He wants to leave the UFC, but he feels like the promotion is holding him back. Even though he has one more fight on his contract, the UFC isn't giving him that fight. And at this point, Nate is down to fight anyone. He was down to fight Hamza Chemaev. He was down to fight Dustin Poirier, Tony Ferguson. Even Kevin Holland was in that mix. And Nate was still down to take the fight. He just wants to get out of his contract because he's made it clear he's done with the UFC. There is no re-signing after this last fight because he wants to do other things. He wants to box. He wants to do jiu-jitsu. But he's unable to do this because it really seems like the UFC is holding him hostage. And that's why I want to speak about Nate's situation again because it's one that is absolutely insane just imagine you at your job wanting to leave wanting to quit you don't care if they give you a promotion or whatever you say you're done but they say no not yet just hold on you'd think they're crazy most people would just walk out by that point they'd be like screw this i don't owe them anything and people have done that before but it seems like ufc fighters can't do that because whenever they want to leave and do other things the ufc ties them down despite these fighters being independent contractors. They still have to abide by what the UFC wants due to their messed up contracts. And you're probably thinking, what's the holdup? How come they're not giving Nate a fight? And the main reason is because they don't want to let go of Nate. Nate is a huge star, and he even said himself the UFC was willing to make him the highest paid UFC fighter besides Conor McGregor. And you'd think, wow, Nate should take that. After years that he's busted his ass in this sport, it's finally paying off. But despite all this money, Nate is not down. He said they could give him as much money as he wants, but the thing he wants the most right now is freedom. There is big money awaiting him outside of the UFC. But the more he gets frozen by the promotion and held back from fighting out his last contract, the less time he has for these opportunities. And at 37 years old, time is ticking for Nate. And even though he said he doesn't see himself retiring, father time is undefeated and will remain undefeated. So Nate Nate needs to leave as soon as possible and at this point he's been asking the UFC to release him which is insane and I don't understand why the UFC just won't do it I get that there's a lot of potential money surrounding Nate but at this point I don't think it's even worth it because now the general audience knows what's going on behind the scenes and they don't like what the UFC is doing that's why I wanted to make a video on this situation again because more people need to know how messed up this is you UFC fighters can't do other things outside of the promotion, but the UFC can avoid giving a fighter a fight for as long as they want, which is what they're doing to Nate Diaz right now, and it's what they've done to many fighters over the years. And like I said, it's because Nate is a big name for the promotion. He could fight whoever he wants in his last fight with the UFC, and it's going to be huge. But there is one matchup, of course, that would be massive, and that's the third fight with Conor McGregor, which is one that has been looming over the UFC for years. Nate won the 
the first fight, Connor won the second one. And then after that, there was no rush to make a third one because it was always going to be there. Regardless of how their careers went, that third fight between the two was always going to make sense. And I'll admit, if they make that fight, I would love to see it. But I don't want them to make it if it's holding Nate back from fighting out his last fight. Basically, at this point, they're trying to get Connor to get on board. But Connor has been vocal about wanting to fight for the welterweight championship. He's not even thinking about this fight with Nate at this point. So it just really seems like it's not going to happen. But the UFC is doing all that they can to make it happen. They've been holding on to it for so long, it would be a disaster if they were unable to get that third fight done, despite all the time that they had. Because I don't think the UFC thought about a scenario where either of these fighters were going to want to leave. And now they're having that with Nate Diaz, who's on his last fight and doesn't want to resign. And what happens when a fighter is in this situation is that it becomes a cat and mouse game, where the fighter goes to the UFC, asks them for a fight, and they say, we'll get back to you. And in the meantime, they're looking for a figure that they're going to want to pay Nate in order to convince him to re-sign with them. But it's just going to be a no, give me a fight, and then the UFC is going to rinse and repeat. Basically, they can't take no for an answer and will keep coming back with offers for as long as they want, which is frustrating. It's like, what are we doing here? Give him a fight. He is vocal. He wants to leave. I know the Connor fight would be the biggest, but any other name would be huge too for Nate. But the UFC doesn't care. If the fighter is not playing by their rules, they're going to make it a living hell for them, which is horrible to see. And I feel for Nate, who is completely healthy, wants to fight, wants to make big time money, but the UFC is holding him back. And what makes this even more sad is why can't the UFC just let their fighters go when they want to? Why do they constantly pressure these fighters to sign contracts? And this is something that Nate has been feeling since his fight with Benson Henderson, which was all the way back in 2012. At that time, Nate was expressing how he felt like he was forced to re-sign with the UFC. And I know I'm going to get people saying the fighters got to be smarter about their contracts. They have the right to sign it or not. But like I said, if a fighter doesn't agree with what the UFC wants, their career is going to be put on hold because the UFC has the power to do that. So by the end, when the fighter runs out of money, they got to come crawling back and say, okay, I'll take this deal or I'll take another deal, whatever. So although technically it's not forced, it kind of feels like it is, which sucks to see because when you look at Bellator, for example, they are so lenient when it comes to a fighter wanting to do things outside of their promotion. And a good example recently was Valerie Lareda, who signed with the WWE while still under contract with Bellator. And Bellator president Scott Coker even came out with a statement saying that they are happy for Valerie to venture out into other things. In fact, they give all their fighters on the roster the freedom to do this. And when this was said by Scott, it just felt like a dig to the UFC who does the complete opposite. So even though the UFC is the bigger promotion compared to Bellator, they could still learn something from them. And that's just how to treat their fighters, their workers. So I feel really bad for Nate and something needs to be done about this. The UFC has too much control over these fighters. So although being a UFC fighter is a great opportunity, it's one that still needs to be improved. Because when you have a fighter like Nate Diaz or any of these other fighters who have been fighting for the promotion for so long and you see them getting treated like this, it really makes you realize where the UFC's priorities are at. They truly don't care about these fighters. They care about them in regards to how much money they can make them. But in regards to how the fighter feels and what the fighter wants, 
they try their best to sway away from that. So like I said, as much as I would tune in to see Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor 3, I also wouldn't mind it never happening if it means that Nate can leave the UFC sooner. And despite bringing in a lot of money for the promotion, he doesn't have much leverage in regards to fighter rankings, considering that he's 1-3 in three in his last 4 fights. But he does have a huge fan base, and I suggest that his followers speak up about this and make it more public than it already is. Because this is fighter injustice, which is similar to what Nate's brother Nick Diaz went through when he got suspended for 5 years due to marijuana. And even for that, Nick's fan base was supporting big time, to a point where even Cher tweeted in support. And because of this, not only was his suspension and fine reduced, but there was also a lot of changes made around marijuana use in MMA because of this. And that revolutionized the sport. And I think the same can happen in this situation with Nate. Because if there's enough support behind him, maybe change can be made in regards to how the UFC treats their fighters. But what do you think? Who should Nate Diaz go up against in his last UFC fight? And when do you think he will finally leave the UFC? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.